0: Time for Around the Ozarks in 5, brought to you by Adventure Cave Tours. Live a day in the life of a real adventurer with Adventure Cave Tours. And the Springfield-Green County Park Board, reminding you to go play. Here are your hosts, Ethan and Sarah Foreheads.
1: Good morning to you on Monday. Hope you had a great weekend. We had a good weekend. Uh, I was busy, but it was fun and hot. I got a little sun, but... Uh, <laughs>
0: I Something tells me that no, but if you're listening to this, you don't know what I'm talking about. But if you're watching, um, that is an understatement that he got a little son.
1: This is what happens when you go out and have to support an entire family at two different triathlons over two days. So,
0: I did um, my thing,
1: and uh, and I made it, and we'll be we'll be just fine. We'll be just. We
0: fine. can tell exactly where your sunglasses are. That's all I'm saying.
1: That is true. Um, did have sunglasses on. Awesome. All right.
0: We Here have some news
1: to yes. talk about this morning.
0: Okay. Uh, the man who murdered a little girl in 2002 will be executed by the state after all. Last week, an appeals panel voted two to one to stay the execution, ruling the man wasn't mentally competent to be executed. But over the weekend, the full appellate court reversed the panel's decision by a vote of seven to three. The 45-year-old man will be executed for beating that six-year-old girl to death with bricks after she fought him off as he attempted to sexually assault her. A Springfield man could be sentenced to 20 years in prison and a $250,000 fine after pleading guilty to using COVID money to buy personal items, including cars, a yacht, jewelry, autographs, sports memorabilia, and more. He also has to pay $10 million in restitution. Michael Feltz owned the now-closed Taco Habitat, Hot Cluckers, and Bourbon and & Beal in Springfield, all three restaurants. He's accused of lying to apply for 13 federal paycheck protection loans during COVID. Hmm. That's
1: an interesting case. Uh, You know, I don't... Not sure what the end game when there was, but it's an interesting case for sure. A store that just opened in Springfield less than six months ago was just the victim of a brazen theft. The shop called uh, Bricks and Minifigs had a guy pick up a large Lego version of the Millennium Falcon from Star Wars and then just run out of the run out of the store with it. Uh, That Lego set is estimated to be worth eight hundred fifty dollars. The store is located on Battlefield Road, across the street from the mall. And again, it hasn't even been open a year. And there you go. Uh, Springfield developers making plans for a, a new business to replace a closed-down car wash. The property in question is located on Plainview Road, just east of Campbell in Springfield, uh, South Springfield. Tillman Properties announced it has bought the property. Uh, the land there, and is planning to give it new life and a new business. But at this point, they haven't said what new business is going
0: in there. Hmm. All right. Improvements are on the way to Battlefield Road at the entrance to Galloway Village in South Springfield. Uh, Work is supposed to begin tomorrow. The city will spend nearly one and a half million dollars to add turn lanes on Battlefield, improve infrastructure, and add a new entrance to the Galloway Creek Greenway Trail on Lone Pine. It's expected to be finished this winter. Trying to get in my mind exactly where that is. I feel like I'm on that trail quite a bit, but I cannot, like...
1: Well, it's between, uh, you know, that, that block of restaurants and stores on the corner of Battlefield and Lone Pine? Yeah. Okay, and then... Down, Lone climb a little and bit. Plate
0: is down there, and yeah,
1: like uh, yeah, but down a little bit to the south as you move toward uh, Galloway Village. There's that recycling plant or re- right. outdoor recycling area. It's yes. going to be between the stores and the recycling yard.
0: Huh. That's okay. where the
1: pat- new new
0: path is going to. You
1: can join it there.
0: Okay, that's exciting. Um, Another successful back-to-school bash over the weekend. Thousands of Springfield school students and their families attended the free event on Saturday afternoon at the Expo. Students got school supplies, backpacks, physical exams for athletics, immunizations, and a meal. Convoy of Hope was there, giving out 5,000 bags of groceries to families, uh, including plum organics and bomba socks, which are nice. Uh, It's the second year for that big SPS back-to-school bash.
1: Yeah, that was great last year. You were there last year. It, it I was, was there bigger last and,
0: year. I know I didn't go this year.
1: It was bigger and better this year. Uh, more people showing up for it. Uh, and just uh, the community coming together to offer uh, support and help to uh, to students as they get ready to go back to school. It an, it's a nice event. And it yes probably get bigger and better every year. Uh, Downtown Springfield is getting a new park. It will be located in an open lot at South Avenue and McDaniel street. The owners of the property are leasing that space actually to the downtown Springfield community improvement district for the next two years to offer space for families and also for nightlife. It will have seating areas and a food truck when it gets up and running.
0: That'll be fun. Who doesn't love food trucks?
1: I do love a good food truck. I do too. A lot of them. So I can choose and try different stuff from different places. Um, The St. Louis Cardinals are making some sort of an attempt at not being terrible. Uh, During yesterday's game against the Cubs, the Cardinals traded closer Jordan Hicks to the Blue Jays in exchange for two pitchers in the Blue Jays minor league system. The Cardinals also sent starting pitcher Jordan Montgomery and reliever Chris Stratton to the Texas Rangers for a package of three minor leaguers. Uh, one of them we think is going to be joining the Cardinals uh, in the major leagues fairly soon. But uh, I don't know that a bunch of minor leaguers are going to be the answer for a team that is currently in last place in the National League Central with 47 wins and 60 losses. But we got a mess on our hands in St. Louis, kind of like a dumpster fire. Uh, speaking of dumpster fires, the Chiefs in a preseason camp, uh, it has been quite eventful for the Chiefs, especially for star tight end Travis Kelsey. He's thrown at least two punches at at least two teammates during practice, like real punches. Uh, as a result of that, he's not proud of his behavior. He went to Twitter and said publicly that he has to be a, quote, better teammate, a better leader, plain and simple. So what that means, but apparently word out, word is out that he's hitting guys and not happy with it. So I wonder
0: why, like, what is the argument over?
1: I saw, I saw what happened a couple of times. Some of these, some of these up and coming kids, uh, perhaps are a little too aggressive for this time in the training camp. And, uh, both of them tried to knock the ball out of his hands. One was like after a play. And he wasn't happy with it. And the other one was a little too aggressive during the play because, you know, they're just getting to training camp. And he's a, you know, a veteran, a star season. And these kids are trying to prove themselves. That's my theory, at least. I know that they were both trying to knock the ball out of his hands. And he took exception to it.
0: You know, what's really interesting is when you explain it like that. And again, this is only your opinion. I feel like I get it. Like, I see what you're saying. Um, But what I thought was going to be the issue is that the younger up-and-comers weren't working hard enough, like weren't giving enough this early in the season, and that you were going to say that he's like in it to win it, so he's ready for them to go all out even now, and they weren't, and he was angry about it, and that he was going to be like, listen, you're not going to ever be a Super Bowl star if you don't get after it today, so just funny that it's actually the complete opposite The of opposite, that. yeah.
1: Well, he's in it to win it, but he also understands that the NFL season is a grind. It's a very long season. Yeah. So, you know, let's not get too excited the second week of training camp.
0: Right. It reminds Especially- me of brand new reporters on the scene when they want an update on information. And I want an update on information. But after you've been a reporter for a while, you know that you don't need to go annoy the police officer you need to actually let him do his job and you need to wait for a break, um, where you can tell that he is like no longer like in the zone and then you can go talk to him because yeah. you're not his priority, but it used to bother me because I'm like, you're giving all of us a bad name because you're going at an inopportune time for them right. to ask the question. But like, they're just young guns who are like ready to get, th- I mean, I like it. I like it. It's good. But timing. Spunk. timing is everything. Yes.
1: Well, and it is. And of course, Kelsey is a, you know, he's he's the number two star right behind Mahomes, so he's a star in the team. I mean, he's got commercials with Aaron Sachs for heaven's sakes. <laughs> <laughs> Let him hold the ball. Said, right? Don't I knock mean, the ball on. out of his hands, or that giant strong guy will punch you in the mouth.
0: <laughs> okay. Um. All right. Uh, NFL Hall of Famer is now performing in Branson. What? Uh, Terry Bradshaw showed up. Uh, to the Terry Bradshaw show last night at the Clay Cooper Theater. Uh, in it, he tells stories of his life in and out of football, and also sings. Apparently. Yeah, uh, he's Terry- got.
1: He's got. I think he's got a gospel album out. I, I know I- he's he sings patriotic songs and gospel, and yeah. That's amazing. He's a, it's He's got a one-man show. I don't think it's he's, one man. I think he's got a band with him. But, yeah, he's a showman.
0: Multi-talented. Who knew? Uh, the Terry Bradshaw Show has several more dates scheduled, including Wednesday night. Uh, you can get tickets through the Clay Cooper Theater. Pretty fun.
1: And, of course, um, the Ozark Empire Fair continues. Last night was the, uh, the Casting Crowns and Kane concert. There's more stuff scheduled uh, all this week, so... Uh, Ozark Empire Fair, it's going to be, well, let's see, today it'll be cooler. 91 degrees for the high and 40% chance of rain. Uh, And then we got, uh, through Tuesday, through the end of the week, 97, 99, 100, 97. So it's going to be warm.
0: Yeah, and it ends on the 5th, which is Saturday. So, yes, you have Monday through Saturday to finish your out.
1: Lots of corn dogs still to be eaten.
0: I know. I do love me a good corn dog. And the fair does them the best so um all right happy monday people thanks for joining us we so appreciate it
1: yep don't forget to check out uh, abby dyer's wake up weather with abby dyer she's a meteorologist like a real one so she can give you the ins and outs of what's going on in our weather so check it out wherever you get our podcast have a good one see you
0: it's time for around the
2: ozarks wake up weather here's your host abby dyer Good morning, everyone. We have made it to the last day of July. Happy Monday. I hope everyone had a fantastic weekend. Thanks for listening this morning. Many of you dealing with the rain if you're up early today and Monday is starting with rain and storms for many. I think a lot of folks probably pretty happy about that because it at least keeps the heat at bay for a few hours for most of us with the cloud cover, the rain, the storm chances. But eastern counties could have a few strong storms out there early today, so it's something that I want to bring up early on. And then... Back to programming as usual, which for us is the heat. That's been the real headline in this forecast over the last couple of weeks. This week, no exception. Really, new week, same heat. That's what's sticking around for us over the next couple of days. We do have that morning storm chance out there, so be cautious early this morning. Maybe plan a few extra minutes on that morning drive. Take it slow. There could be some ponding on the area roadways. Perhaps some gusty winds with some of the stronger storms that are out there. That scattered storm chance, by the way, it's gonna stick around in the forecast. I have an isolated chance for storms this afternoon. However, I think most of it on Monday comes before 11 o'clock a.m. And then I also think that there's going to be at least an isolated chance for some scattered storms on Tuesday. I can't rule rain out any one day this week, but this morning is probably our best shot for the next five days. So I hope you get a little downpour if you want it. We have high temperatures this week that will once again return close to those triple digit values. So it's going to be another scorcher out the door. Early this morning, I told you we're dealing with the rain and storms and eastern counties are probably looking to get a bit more in the rain gauge out of this one i'm not really expecting a whole lot out west unfortunately because the worst drought conditions are actually still occurring in many of our western counties as i showed you that drought monitor last week That big ridge of high pressure though, it's still securely uh, dominating our weather pattern. And what happens here is we get this big bubble of hot air and it's really hard for storm chances to kind of break through. What we're seeing though is the ridge, it's trying to retreat back to the Southwest. And for us, it puts us right on the edge of the ridge. So it creates this pattern where kind of storms roll down the ridge and land right in the Ozarks. I think that's going to be the case with our weather pattern the next couple of days. The problem with this setup as a forecaster is that it's incredibly difficult to time these tiny little waves of energy that come through. So while there may be a daily rain chance, it's not going to rain all day and timing them out is really, really difficult as I said, I think today early morning is the best chance for rain and storms. Then I see an isolated chance tomorrow, but those that are on the edge of this ridge as we head into the end of the work week and perhaps next weekend, that's gonna be where the active pattern is once again. Next week, by the way, when I look at some of the longer range models, you're saying, when does this big ridge of high pressure go away? Well, I think next week the ridge really flattens out. So we won't necessarily see an end to the heat immediately, but what we will see is a more stable weather pattern, really, where this big ridge of high pressure is not just controlling the weather for everybody. It kind of retreats back to the south, where it typically is in August. Today, high temperature is affected by the rain and storms. In fact, there may be a few folks that stay in the upper 80s. Enjoy that because that's a cool day in the seven-day forecast. We just see our numbers skyrocket again by tomorrow. I've got upper 90s back in the forecast as early as Tuesday. There will be rain and storms back in the forecast then too. Primarily dry days, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. However, I cannot rule out that little stray storm chance as I showed you that unsettled pattern, giving it about a 10% chance for rain all three of those days That's Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Better chances for rain though exist this morning, again on Tuesday. And then I'm thinking by the weekend, we start to see that pattern change kind of come into play. And hopefully that opens the door for some rain and storms for us. I'm gonna leave you with the weather brain twister question that I left you with on Friday. This is the wake up weather brain twister. Here it is. Which was used as a real unit of measurement? Do you think it was A, barley corns, B, clams, C, orchids, or D, sea urchins? That was the question that I left you with on Friday, and the answer is actually A. It is barleycorns. And you may already know this if you are uh, either a historian or you know a lot about shoe sizes. This dates back to the 1300s, 1324. King Edward II of England was getting a lot of pressure from businessmen in the day. He, they wanted clarification when they went to order their shoes, what sizes uh, to make those shoes. So it became an official decree from... Um, the king. And it is the British standard for an inch would be used to measure in barley corns. And it's three barley corns laid end to end. Um, we have more precise measurements nowadays, but apparently you can still, uh, in England anyway, go in and say, my shoe size is this in barley corns. And, uh, they still use that. So Barleycorn's the answer to the brain twister question today. All right, I'll leave you with the question for tomorrow. Before we go, what is the name of the largest uninhabited island in the world? Do you know this one? The options are A, Death Island, B, Lonely Island, C, Lava Island, or D, Devon Island. Take your guess. You can do that over on the Around the Ozarks Facebook page. I look forward to revealing the answer early tomorrow morning. Thanks so much for joining today. I appreciate you listening. This is Wake Up Weather on your Monday. And if you need up to the minute weather for the rest of the afternoon, make sure you head to AroundTheOzarks.com. We've got you covered there. And I will talk to you on Tuesday.